how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and store Mojave vision. At times I'm on the H that Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit them like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my diction. Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 403. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I'm your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm excited to do uh, Oscars preview this year. It's our eighth one. We've got our buddy Mike Boss on. But before we get too far into that, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. We, uh, we're we going to talk movies. This is this is what we normally would like like to do every week anyway. <laughs> but this is an actual excuse for us to actually talk movies. Yeah, it's our one time a year where we like purposely depart from sports. That's uh, yes. it's nice. It's very nice. Uh, as I mentioned this week, we're doing our eighth annual Oscars preview episode. I can't believe this is our eighth one. Uh, we'll talk yeah. uh, free free agency in the NFL next week because oh my gosh, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, but for now, let's take a moment, uh, bring on our favorite movie fan guest, the great Mike Boss. Mike, thanks for joining us again. How you doing? Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I uh, I'm doing well. Um, this is a this is always a fun fun time, so I look forward to it every year. Um, I'm seeing you know the movies anyways for the most part. So uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's great to get get back and uh, chat with you guys and let, let's get into it. Yeah, it's always nice just to have an excuse to like call and bother you, Mike. That's the that's the <laughs> whole purpose of this at all. Uh, everyone follow Mike on Twitter at Mike Boss M Y K E B O S S. Mike, how's the music life going? Ah, it's it's going right. We uh we finally finished up uh the old band that I was in from a couple years ago, Sweethearts. Uh, just finished uh recording, so we're hopefully we're gonna have potentially a physical copy of three songs out at some point on uh on vinyl, and then um our Bandcamp page will probably have the songs up on that. That's uh, at sweetheartsmusic.bandcamp.com. Um, otherwise, that's about it. Excellent, excellent. I can't wait to listen to it. Uh, let me know about that vinyl, because I will definitely order a copy of that three-song oh, yeah. vinyl. Uh, everybody, listen to Sweet Arts. Uh, it's fun, and follow Mike, because Mike is uh, just an amazing human across the board. Uh, the Oscars are airing next Sunday night, March 27th. They're hosted by the great Regina Hall, who is one of my favorite people on the planet, Wanda Sykes and Amy Schumer. Mike, overall take on this year's crop of movies do you think it's better than last year because last year you came on and we all kind of thought it was a down year uh do you think this year's crop is better worse or the same i think uh i think this year's better last year's nominee field mm -hmm. was weaker i felt than this year's for sure um mm -hmm. you know it's hard to compare obviously because they're obviously different movies but but there were movies from last year that i you know last year's pool that i did that i did love uh nomad land another round promising young woman um, mm -hmm. but I don't recall having super strong opinions on any of the nominees or the winners, you know, um, it was mm -hmm. just, um, but yeah, I, I think this year's is definitely stronger. I, uh, and I know we'll get into Dune, but I saw Dune three times in the theater. So that was one that I absolutely loved. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. I, yeah, I, uh, I've seen all of them. I think there were only two that I actively disliked, like, like where I was like this movie, I despise with every fiber of my being. Uh, the rest of them, I, I liked uh, a fair amount. I agree with you. I think it's a stronger one. Uh, Dwayne, did you see them all? I didn't see two of them. I did not see Drive My Car, uh -huh. which the, you you told me. Well, I didn't realize it was in a, a foreign language and it was three hours. And then you uh -huh. said you watched it. And so I was like, well, I'm going to count that as good. 
Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I didn't see Parallel Mothers, which I rented and Brandon watched, but I did not oh. watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for uh, paying for just me to watch it. I appreciate that. And uh, I kind of, at three, and I kind of watched Dune. I didn't really watch Dune. It was on, but I wasn't paying super close attention to it. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, one of those uh, parental watching experiences. So, <laughs> yeah. I know I know how that goes. Uh, Mike, did you? Uh, which ones did you miss? Um, let's see. I missed Parallel Mothers. Oh crap! I gotta find the final list again here. Um, yeah, Parallel Mothers. <laughs> uh, miss Belfast. And, um, oops, sorry. Oh, and um, drive my car right. Drive my car. Yeah, and West Side. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't see West Side Story. Um, but like I said, my my wife saw West Side Story, and she is a big West side story fan, the original specifically. And she had okay. very, she had very strong opinions on this new one. So we'll, Oh, I, I'm anxious I to hear share, Kristen's. share that later. Yeah. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Kristen, Kristen is one of like the smartest, coolest people I know. So Agreed. if she has opinions, I'm very interested in hearing that. So, Same. uh, I, I will comment quickly, uh, Mike Belfast. If you will watch the trailer and know that it's Kenneth Branagh, you get, you get the gist. Right. Honestly. Right. Yeah. It, um, yeah, Drive My Car has a runtime of three hours, and it's it's interesting and good, and I understand why people like it. Um, I know the runtime is three hours. I have a hard time believing it's a minute less than 76 hours long. It is, <laughs> it is a slog. It I was mean, one of the slowest movies I've ever seen. There, there's movies like that that, you know, there are movies like that that are long, and they, you know, they don't mm. feel that long. You know, they, they, you know, there's movies that feel long, but like, like, like the Batman, for instance, I saw that three times in the theater. Yeah. And that movie, like is, action movies, action movies normally can get away with being a bit longer because yeah. they're like the sequences pull you away from how from the length of it. But if it's a movie where it's just someone driving in a car talking, that feels <laughs> uh-huh. like eighty hours. It's a little much, yeah. yeah. Like, like, like the Batman. Like, I don't know what they could have cut out of that movie to make it less than like to, to make it a substantially less than three and a half hours or whatever. You know, like unless they just cut it into two completely different movies. But have anyways. you seen? You, have you seen the Batman, Brandon? Yeah. I haven't. I, uh, you know, I, I just struggle to get to the theater right now. It's, um, oh, I need yeah, to yeah. go, uh, my, my wonderful wife, Heather, the lovely Heather, um, is not thrilled with the idea of me doing, uh, movies in the theater right now, unless it's one of like the vaccinated only theaters. And those yeah. theaters are all located in places that I honestly just hate parking at, at nine o'clock at night. And that's the only time I can go to movies. So, um, <laughs> that, that's, I, I know that's a weird thing, and it's it's a very forty year old with two kids thing to say, but it's so relatable. You know, oh my god, it's so it's, relatable. I will not go to restaurants because I know the parking's a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's I need to go to like a like a Cineplex that has a parking lot um, at nine o'clock at night. Like if it's the middle of the day, I don't mind going and getting a parking garage or going and finding street parking and walking six blocks. But like at nine o'clock at night, like I just don't want to do that. And then I'm gonna get out of the theater at midnight and I'm walking yeah. across like. And I'm walking by seven people with needles in their arms, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. yeah I just, great. I'm, I'm forty. I don't want to. I just don't want that right it's now. Not great. I know that's, it's not great. I know, I know it's terrible, but <laughs> twenty-year-old Brandon would have done that without a blink, of, without thinking about it. Twenty-year-old Brandon wouldn't have noticed. Wouldn't yeah. have noticed. <laughs> would have been like, this all seems safe. It's fine. What that guy gets shot, it must they must be filming something. Like that would have been. That twenty year old Brandon would have had absolutely zero concept of that. Um, I so drive my car. I honestly think you guys can skip. Parallel Mothers is is good. Um, I I don't think you necessarily need to pay for it. 
Um, so like when it, when it's streaming somewhere, I think that's fine. Um, I I really like the director of Parallel Mothers, uh, Pedro Almodovar. He did a movie called Talk to Her a long time ago. Uh, that's really good. Um, he's he's teamed up with Penelope Cruz a couple times in the past. He did Volver, which is a good movie with her. Um, so I I really like him, and I I think it's probably worth watching. He also did Pain and Glory uh, a couple years back with um. Antonio Banderas, which was good, but it's a, it's a subtle movie and it's kind of upsetting. Like, like the, the subject matter is upsetting, but I think it's good. I think Penelope Cruz is worth the nomination, but I don't think she's going to win and yeah. she wouldn't be my pick. So, uh, I think it's okay that you guys skip that one. And I, I think that's, this is enough to talk about parallel mothers. Okay. I, I like that she got the <laughs> nod, but I don't think it's, I don't think, I don't think we're missing anything huge by missing that one. I so. like it. We have given a parallel mothers. It's due time. Apologies yeah. to Parallel Mothers. <laughs> apologies to Parallel Mothers. No, no, no. I, I, I said I was much nicer to Parallel Mothers than I was. No, to I mean, no, I mean, apologies in that like two of the three of us haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> but we, but collectively, one of us did pay for it. It just wasn't the person yeah. who watched it, so. and it was one of the ones that didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into it. Let's start with let's supporting go. actor. Uh, I'm gonna start with uh, who was nominated. And then we'll uh, we'll have the conversation about the movies, uh, but probably probably locating one or two specifically in each category. And we'll talk snubs and should will win uh, as usual. So sporting actor uh, Siren Hines from Belfast, uh, Troy Kotzer from Coda, Jesse Plemons from The Power of the Dog, Cody Smith McPhee from The Power of the Dog, and J.K. Simmons from Being the Ricardos. I think that it's just a rule you have to nominate J.K. Simmons now. I think yeah. that's just a rule. Um, so let's start with you, Mike. Any snubs? Anyone you really kind of were hoping would get a nomination in this spot and uh, didn't for some reason? Nothing. Nothing comes to mind for this. Uh, for the snubs, I uh, for at least for this uh, for this one. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dwayne, any snubs? I've got a snub. That I don't know if it counts as a snub. Just uh, he wasn't in this movie a long time. But I can just tell you, I've not. I did not enjoy any one in a movie more than the like 15 minutes that Bradley Cooper was in Coda this year. Not Coda, it was in uh, Licorice Pizza, sorry. It was in Licorice Pizza. I just absolutely, he was just the best thing in any movie I saw this year. He, he brought it. He definitely brought it. <laughs> he was on 10. Do you hear me? <laughs> I'd be fine if they took out uh, Ciaran Hines from Belfast or honestly, who I, I like Coda a lot more than you did you liked coda but i liked it more than you if they took out uh troy Kotzer for that too I, I i feel like bradley cooper that's just me personally i loved him in that movie. gotta gotta put bradley cooper this i'm okay with that uh i think jesse plemons is a shocking uh nomination here for the i like the power of the dog jesse plemons i thought was the most replaceable person in that movie i thought you could have replaced him with a wet blanket that would have been the he same was movie. just like he was just kind of <laughs> there right he just yeah. kind of like was like he didn't it really I guess he kind of advanced the story a bit, but it wasn't like a big part of that story. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I don't uh I don't understand why he got nominated. I would have put in Corey Hawkins from Tragedy Macbeth. He played Macduff or maybe Alex Wolf from Pig. Yeah. Um who I really, really like. Uh Pig, if you haven't oh, seen Pig, see Pig is still. a really Did you it's see a very Brandon? worthwhile movie to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. that's why he's on my list. Um <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, also, like John Bernthal from King Richard, I thought he did a really good job as the tennis coach. Yeah, and I, I always liked John Bernthal. Yeah, um, yeah. What was his accent yeah, though? That's a good question. I have no idea. <laughs> that is let's a good just ca- let's just call it a choice. Yeah. Okay. 
Because it's from, it's from um, a and, ho- yeah, go on. Yeah, sorry. And not really from an acting perspective, but Lakeith Stanfield was just so much fun to watch in The Harder They Fall that I would have liked. Yeah. I, I'd like to acknowledge him, even though I, I, I don't necessarily think it was like an Oscar performance, but uh, yeah. he's just so much fun to watch. <laughs> that character was a great character that he played in yeah. the movie. He was like the yeah. bad guy that you knew was a really bad guy, but you still like liked him. Those are always good. Yeah, absolutely. I was curious, Mike, I was expecting you to bring up Oscar Isaac here from Dune. Um, what do you think? I, Anyone from Dune in that ensemble cast you think needed to be here? I mean, I definitely could could say Oscar Isaac for that. Um, I'm trying to think who else supporting roles in that movie that I've... Pretty much every um, actor, right? Like, all the actors <laughs> are in that movie? <laughs> all of them. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't... I, I don't think I... Rebecca Ferguson is, you know, lady... Lady uh, Atreides, whatever. I don't think she did much for me. I mean, probably Oscar Isaac out of anyone from that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Stellan Skarsgård as the Baron, but he, oh, was, he was he was good. He was just so disturbing that it's hard to like, you know, I don't know, like separate that <laughs> from the, from the character. Um, I always kind of imagined that that's Stellan Skarsgård's house. Like, if you go to his house, that's what he looks like, and that's how he acts. He's just just in a big steam room. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> just saying just, scary things. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the, like when he said about when he said snubs, I mean, the first that did come to mind was Oscar Isaac for for Dune. So, I mean, I feel like Dune in general is getting some snubs. So we'll we'll get into that later. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I could get that. We'll uh, we'll talk Dune. Uh, definitely at least one more time before we get to picture. Uh, let's, let's have, let's have the, the power of the dog discussion. Um, because, because this movie is a front runner, I I think in all the categories, at least to some extent, right? It's, uh, it's winning a lot of the, the off awards, like it's winning things like BAFTA and all, all sorts of other, uh, awards out there. Jane Campion has been out really uh, doing speeches, speaking off the cuff, and and she's kind of everywhere right now. Uh, doing Power of the Dog speeches, so she's nominated for director, and the movie's nominated for best picture, and it's nominated twice for supporting actor. It's it's like, uh, you know, supporting actress and actor. So it's it's everywhere, and I loved this movie, but I didn't while I was watching it. I, Dwayne, what was your reaction to this movie as you were watching it? It was the same journey because as I was mm-hmm. watching it, I was kind of like tweet, like texting you about it. And I was like, "Yeah, this movie kind of stinks." And then you kind of <laughs> you kind of got to the end, and then everything started to fall in place. And you're like, "Wait, that that actually was kind of brilliant." <laughs> <laughs> so I I would say, um, in in my opinion, I would say it's it's the best movie that was made this year. I mm-hmm. I, I don't think that that's controversial to say i won't say i enjoyed it the most of all the movies but i would say Uh it's probably the best movie um all of the actors the main actors in that movie got nominated all of them Mm -hmm. did like Mm -hmm. actors supporting actors actor everything director so it's 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 a tour de force man it's 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 a fantastically made movie Mm -hmm. um and it's dark and weird and it goes a place that I was not prepared for it to go. <laughs> I loved it. I, I thought it was really, really good. Even though, as you said, didn't love watching it as as it was happening. But then after the fact, I had that run around. That yeah, after around. I marinated on it for like a week, I was like, that movie was brilliant. Um, Mike, what what was your journey watching The Power of the Dog? Yeah, I think I think I enjoyed it more than you guys probably did while while watching it. I went into it also mm-hmm. not really knowing what 
the movie was um, and where it was going to go. Uh, so I was also surprised. And then at the end had to kind of like sit with it for a bit as well. And kind of like, I read some like background and stuff on, on the, on the book itself. And then like some of the, mm-hmm. you know, the actual, you know, uh, the, the book that was based on me. Um, and I, I, I think the same thing as I marinated on it more, I, I found that I enjoyed it more, um, you know, after the fact, I don't know if it's one I want to watch again. Cause it just, it was so <laughs> slow and um, I'm with you drawn out. You I kind of I kind of wouldn't but, mind. Wa- sorry, I, I kind of wouldn't mind watching it again, purely knowing how it ends. Yeah, I kind of want to like pick up on the subtleties of of everything that that you know that got sure. laid down throughout the movie. Because I'm sure there's hints of what was happening. I just didn't notice it because I didn't know that that's what was happening. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, th- there's a there's probably a lot of subtleties from Cody Smith McPhee's character. Uh, yeah, I, I'm guessing that that just went over my head like i didn't notice until Same. of course the end happens um yeah i guess we'll we'll try to avoid spoiling the end um yeah but, i uh, suppose <laughs> just, <laughs> just for, for for listeners who haven't watched it but uh cody smith mcphee nominated he's young um he's very uh skinny and seems um kind of creepy i do you <laughs> think this is <laughs> the, the start of a career for him or uh what do you think mike are you uh are you looking forward to the next thing we see from this kid or is this uh kind of a one-off special shot in the dark for him. I mean, I hope not. I, I, I kind of look at him like I looked at like Paul Dano when he came on the scene, he was kind of one of those oh. people that I, that I didn't really know anything about. And I saw him in there will be, there will be blood. Uh, for the, mm-hmm. that was for, I think that was the first thing I ever saw him in, but then everything, mm-hmm. everything he's been in since I've, I've loved. And if, it's, if he's in a movie, I'm going to go see it, you know, usually. So I, I kind of feel the same way about Cody Smith McPhee in a way he could be, you know, a similar kind of character um, or similar kind of actor, I think for me, where, I think he might. I'm hoping he's one of those that'll make interesting choices in his career. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that. Yeah. I like that. He's he's quietly 26. I thought he was oh, like wow. fifth. I thought he was like 15. Yeah, I would have said like, <laughs> like 19 or 20. Wow. Okay. I definitely thought that. I was looking and just noticing that. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be in the Elvis movie that's coming out this uh, off season, playing yeah. a character oh, yeah. named Off. I said off season. You could tell this is normally a sports podcast. Oh my god, um, <laughs> off season! That was great. Thank you, Brandon. I appreciated yeah. that one. This summer, which is the off season, I will say, uh, I can't wait to see that movie. It's gonna be insane. It's uh, it's Baz Luhrmann doing Elvis. Oh so, yeah, it's gonna um, be great. It's gonna be. I always say Baz Luhrmann movies are like somebody like loaded you up with cocaine and smacked you in the face with color. Like it's just uh, <laughs> always, always exciting and fun to experience that. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, let's kind of talk shortly about Coda because I think Troy Kotzer is going to win this award. So you do? Wow. Okay. I, I do. So I want to quickly talk about uh, Coda. Dwayne, I, I'm going to let you go because you liked Coda a lot more than I did. I did. I thought Coda was great. I thought it was uh, it was it was kind of like Lady Bird, but if everyone in the ca- in the movie made an effort to be likable, <laughs> um, uh, instead of actively trying to make you dislike every single person in the movie, um, I thought it was great, man. Like it's it was one of those movies where it's you can see everyone's angle, right? And and it's, and it's not like it's a movie we haven't seen a thousand times. Young person wants to go out on their own but feel obligations at home. We've seen that movie a hundred times, right? But but mm-hmm. it's one of those movies where it's like it's it does that thing really well. I thought it was impactful. I thought everyone in it was great. Um, I I don't know that I would give the da- I wouldn't give the dad 
Troy Cotter. I, I would still give it to Cody Smith McPhee, but if he won it, I mean, I, I don't guess I'd be mad about that. Is that the, is he the favorite for that? Uh, everything I'm reading is that he's the favorite. That Troy Kotzer wow. is the, is the favorite. I uh I found the dad's character very upsetting. Um, so Ooh, I just, I did I like so he's take. so he's not on my list at all. Like I just thought he was very self absorbed, and I yep. thought, and and I get it. Like I get why I get where it comes from and all that stuff. But I just thought he was self absorbed, not particularly supportive. When he did try to be supportive, he did it in like an awkward way. Um, and I just maybe it's just that I, um. Maybe it's just the griminess of his position in general, right? He's he's a fisherman, and he's, you know, th that blue-collar style. Maybe that was one of the reasons I had a hard time empathizing with uh, a, a, a drive to bring his daughter into it. Like, maybe that's why. I But I... I don't know what it was, Um, which probably says something terrible about me, but... <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I liked Code of Fine. I just found it to be another movie like i was like oh this was nice this was a nice film i liked it fine i just didn't think there was anything like specifically remarkable about it but he's getting he's getting a lot of um press for it and he's getting uh, he's giving speeches that are very heartfelt and very inspiring and all that and i i think that he's playing the game in a um in in a very effective way because oscar getting an oscar is a game right yeah to some extent and, um, if, and, and honestly, if you're that guy and you have this opportunity, play that game because this might oh, be absolutely. the only one you get, brother. Yeah, this is not criticism in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, not not criticizing it. Um, but yeah, you know, of these of these nominees, I would give it. I'm, I'll give away my should will at this moment. But uh, you know, I would give it to Cody Smith McPhee. Uh, but if you know, uh, I, I I if I was betting on, it, I'd bet Troy Kotzer gets it. That's that's what I would do. Mike, what do you think of Coda? Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm with Dwayne on this one. I, I loved it. Um, you know, and it, I agree. It's a story we've, you know, seen before plenty of times, but the angle, obviously, you know, being a child of deaf, you know, of deaf uh, adults, basically, um, was a different take on it. And uh, the, just the, I mean, Dwayne said, I mean, like, you can kind of see everyone's, like, the, you know, from everyone's angle, you can kind of understand where they're coming from and, um, you know, the struggle that they're all kind of facing together. Uh one thing I thought was interesting that um, I know from my wife because she went to uh, she went to RIT up in up in Rochester and the I guess the school shares a campus with a deaf a deaf school and the deaf dorms were right next to her dorms and she said that they were some of the loud, like deaf people in general like um like like are very loud and I thought that was interesting in the movie they they sort of showed that when they were like during the dinner scene when yeah. they were setting up dinner and like just like slamming plates around and stuff and it's like that makes total sense that they you know yeah you wouldn't have any kind of frame of reference of, of of how loud you're being. So, um, I just, I, I, I love that. I thought it was, I thought it was a cool story. Um, a, a cool take on that story, uh, that kind of coming of age story. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Sure. Mike, so should will on best sporting actor. Uh, for me, I'm going to say Cody Smith McPhee should, and I'm going to say, I'm going to agree. Troy Kotzer probably will. Okay. Mm. Dwayne should will. I, I I'm shocked to hear that he's the the front that he's the favorite because <laughs> I, I I didn't think he would win at all. Um, I'm gonna go should will Cody Smith McVie. I think I think he's gonna win. Okay, okay. It wouldn't shock me if he did. I think any of the others would shock me. I think. Um, yeah, I yeah, any of those. I, I really enjoy J.K. Simmons in Vita Ricardo's though. <laughs> like, he's he, he's always I always enjoy J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> he's he's always very enjoyable. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk being the Ricardos when we get to um, actress, but let's go to supporting actress. Uh, we have Jesse Buckley from uh, The Lost Daughter, which I'm oh, sorry, I just vomited a little bit. Listen, um, I have a take on this movie. Uh, Ariana DeBose from uh, West Side Story. Uh, Judy Dench from Belfast, uh, another one who uh, is required to get a nomination every year. Mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst from The Power of the Dog, and uh, Anjane Ellis from King Richard, who played uh, King Richard's wife, for lack of a better word. <laughs> the um, queen. Yeah, the queen. Played the queen. Queen, queen Richard. Oh my God. Yeah, Queen Richard. Played Queen Richard. Um, uh, uh, which was a great performance, powerful uh, performance. I didn't have a lot of screen time, but I thought she, uh, yeah. I thought she was good. Um, so, Mike, let's start once again. Snubs. Anyone uh, you think was left off this list? Anyone you were really surprised to see get a nomination? Um, I mean, just knowing what knowing what I've heard about West Side Story, I, I'm surprised that they're on that West Side Story's on here. But uh, oh, okay. Yeah, no significant stubs come to mind. I mean, you know, again, I could make a case for some somebody in Dune, but. Um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think that, like I said, Lady Atreides performance, I didn't think was that, that incredible that she needed to be on there. Um, uh-huh. and, um, what's her name was, wasn't in the movie very long anyways. Uh, I'm blanking on her name. Um, yeah. Zendaya. Oh yeah. Yeah. She yeah, wasn't, yeah. I, I think she'll probably be a player in the next one. A hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, no, no, no big steps for me on this one. I, I don't think I have a, anybody that comes to mind. Did either of you see, uh, last night in Soho? No. no, I'd wanted to. I that was on my list, okay. and I never got around to it. So people hate that movie. I I liked it, and Anya Taylor Joy is just wonderful in it. Um, it's I mean it's it's like a pseudo horror movie, but so yeah. it's you know it's not going to get this kind of attention. But uh, directed by Edgar Wright, um, I thought Anya Taylor Joy was excellent in it, and so uh, you know I would put her uh in there over probably Judy Dench or Jesse Buckley. I also really thought Ruth Nega from Passing deserved consideration as mm. well, but I always. I always like Ruth Nega. Have you seen? Have either of you seen Passing? I've not. I think so. No. I, I, no. no. You, you said it was. It was. It was good enough. Yeah, I would call that movie um, fine. I would say the yeah. movie itself is fine. It's very interestingly shot. Like it's an interesting. Interesting decisions were made. Uh, the performances are really good. But as far as like a film, I. I it was fine. So. Um, I, those are the things uh, I thought. Uh, Mike, did you end up seeing Nightmare Alley? I did. Yes. Yes. You're going to say my snub. This is my snub. I was going to say, somebody from that movie seems like they should be in, in this category. <laughs> you know who it is. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good point. Uh, um, yeah, what do you think, Dwayne? Kate Blanchett. Kate yeah, Blanchett right? deserved a nod. She was phenomenal in that movie. Yeah. I, I would have also considered Tony Collette. I thought she Tony was good Collette too. was good yeah. in it, too. Uh, did, but yeah, Kate Blanchett, to me, is is probably my biggest snub. Did either of you yeah, see... I, I... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Mike. Did, did either of you see Red Rocket? I didn't. It's on my list, though. Is that no, good? I I, I, it was real good, that one, no. and that, that's one I was talking about with uh, Kristen last night, where I was kind of going over some of the some of the you know movies that I've that I had seen this that we had seen this year that I had forgotten about, and that was one that we were talking about. And I feel like the uh, Brie Elrod, she played um, Lexi, who was like the the main character's ex wife in that movie, and she I could she could be on this list for possibly a snub for me. I think Brie Elrod. Yeah. I'll have to look at that. I I think I have that movie like on hold at the library, like waiting to get it looks really good. I'm very, very interested in it. Yeah. It, it, was, it was super good. Fantastic. Brie Elrod. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. I like that as a stub. Dwayne, any snubs um, outside of, of Kate Blanchett from nightmare alley? Um, no, that was the only one that I had. Um, I'm fine with you taking off Judy Dench. 
Yeah, um, and I really want to get Jesse Buckley off there. No offense. I'm to really Jesse fine Buckley, when you take yeah. Jesse Buckley off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you could just the lost daughter in general. You could just take yeah all everything about that movie away. <laughs> yeah. So so I I let's let's have the lost daughter discussion. Let's have it. Okay. Um, let's do it. Okay. So. So I, I'm just going to start. I was very excited about this movie because Olivia Coleman's a great actress and I love Maggie Gyllenhaal who directed it. And so I thought this is going to be a good movie. And I just don't think I liked anything about it. So, Dwayne, <laughs> uh, wh- what are your thoughts about The last, the Lost Daughter? Okay, so here's the thing. I didn't hate this movie. I didn't, I, I didn't <laughs> like it the whole way through. I, I thought it was kind of, I was like, where is this going? This is kind of weird. I, I, it was hard to tell, you know, I, I thought that, like, it was hard to tell who was who. Everybody looked kind of the same. First of all, I couldn't figure out where it was. I was like, where are they? Like, <laughs> why is Ed Harris here? This is weird. I couldn't figure out where they were. The movie came off the rails for me at the end when it when they revealed that Olivia Coleman had taken that, doll, that girl's toy. Like, yeah. she was the one that had taken it. I was like, this is the craziest movie I've ever seen. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's absolute nonsense. <laughs> I was like, all right, this, I'm out. I, I check it out now. That's that's insane. Like, that makes zero sense. <laughs> and, and it just, I it, it didn't go anywhere or do anything for me. Like, I, yeah. I just, I was like, okay, so this is a sad person on a sad vacation, I guess. Is Pretty that, much. yeah. Like, reliving the sad things from her life. I just, I don't, I don't, I, don't, get I it, but... didn't, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm with you, Brandon. But, I just like because I was watching it the whole and it's, it's again not a bad movie. I thought Olivia Coleman was fine in it. Like I, I, she she did a good performance, but I just don't get the point. I don't get why. I understand that not every movie is supposed to you know you're not supposed to leave every movie with a smile on your face. Some movies are depressing by nature, but this movie just didn't make an effort to make you enjoy any of it. It just <laughs> it just kind of made you like, like I don't feel like I learned anything. I didn't learn anything about that characters. It was just yeah. sad and weird. And I thought at one point she was gonna get killed by that family that she was trying that she didn't want to move down the beach yeah. from. I was like yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like that's where weird. this is going. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, d- Mike, do you have uh, what did you think of this movie? Did you like it better than we did? No, I did not. No, I, I <laughs> <laughs> no. I, it, um. Yeah. Did that thing. Did the thing in the beginning where like they're like there's that drama at the beginning where you think it's gonna like, you're like okay where's it gonna go like what's gonna happen at the end and then it doesn't like pay off with anything. It's sort of like that. Just I yeah I don't know I didn't like any of it and then yeah again like when when they reveal that it was her that took the toy, it's like, what, what the hell's going on here? Why would this person do this? Like, what is wrong with this woman? Um, I thought, and then for a while, I thought when the little girl went missing, I was like, oh, so the movie's going to be about finding this lost daughter. Yeah, right? a lost like, daughter. That's right? what, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the movie's called The Lost Daughter. This girl's missing. It's going to be kind of a mystery. We're going to have to figure out what happened to the little girl. Nope. Little girl yeah. turns up like three minutes later. It's fine. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what I thought. I kept thinking. And it had like this like thriller tone. Like or, like this psychological psychological thriller tone to it. Like the, yeah. the score felt that way. All sorts of things felt that way. But it just never was that. It was yeah. just nothing. It, felt like, it was nothing. And It felt like uh, it had these really high stakes that were not high stakes. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? It was 100%. just like this, you know. I was I was very disappointed, very very disappointed. Um, Jesse Buckley uh, nominated. She played a uh, young Olivia Coleman. Like I get why Olivia Coleman was was nominated. I don't think I'd give her that nomination, but 
Um, but I get it. Like Jesse Buckley, I felt like was barely in the movie. Like I barely remembered that was Jesse Buckley. Um, Mike, do you have a different opinion of that? Do you think that she's an obvious pull off this or were you more impressed with her performance? No, I mean, I think, I think you can take her off this list for sure. I mean, um, Mm, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a good performance, but it was, yeah, I also didn't remember that she was really in the movie much either until we started talking about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, yes, I'd be fine. I'd be fine taking her off. I mean, Lost Daughter, yeah, Lost Daughter in general for across the board for me. Yeah, let's get Kate Blanchett on there. Let's put yeah. on Kate Blanchett. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, I forgot, I, I forgot Kate Blanchett was in Nightmare Alley. That's that's a good pull. Will uh, Belfast? I think we could just skip talking about. Honestly, I I, I don't think I'm gonna get into Belfast today. It, like Again. I said, watch the watch the trailer, understand it's Kenneth Branagh, and you'll be like, oh, okay, fine, all right. It's, yeah, okay. it's one of those movies where it's like <laughs> it's not a bad movie by any means. Very well mm-hmm. done. But it's just like I don't particularly care about the subject matter. Yeah, and it's and it's just and it's just like it just kind of never really sucks sucked me particular all the way in. I also automatically this is a, a character flaw in myself. I check out of a movie if it's in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. So that's, that's, what, I always hold that against movies. It's one of those movies that's like a kid's take on living through something terrible. And yeah, yeah, and, I get that. And I, I struggle with those. Some people really like those, and I get it. But I, I struggle with those because if I'm watching something about something terrible that I don't really know anything about, which is this case, you know, the the um, fights between the Protestants and the and the Catholics in um, in Ireland during uh, that time period, and it's it's semi autobiographical by Kenneth Branagh. But, you know, he's basically kind of the kid. And uh, so, so it's interesting enough, but you don't really learn anything about it. You just, you just see him dealing with hard surroundings. And so if you're interested in, like, a kid dealing with being surrounded by trauma, then sure, it's, it's good. But that's just not really my bag, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I feel like movies like that can be – a movie of, like, a terrible event through the eyes of a kid, it can be entertaining. I thought Jojo Rabbit was a, was a really good way of doing that. But Jojo like, Rabbit's a, kind of its own animal, isn't it? Yeah, but but it's still, like, it's from the perspective of a kid. But it's, like, yeah. and it's during, like, the World War II. So it's, like, it's terrible. But it's also yeah. kind of a comedy, and it's not really about that. Yeah, I saw So I get it, yeah. 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 Um. So so that's it. So uh, let's do should will from here. Uh, my should will, or let's just start. Let's start with Mike. Mike, what's your should will on the, on the Best Sporting Actress? Oh, man, out of this list. Um, <laughs> I, I, I feel like Anjanou Ellis should, but I feel like maybe Jesse Buckley or Kristen Dunst will. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that, I think that's, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Dwayne. This is a tough one for me. <laughs> I, I, I pro- honestly probably would say should Ariana DeBose. West Side Story will Anjanae Ellis for King Richard. Okay, I'm gonna say should will Ariana DeBose for for West Side Story. Um, she she was really good in that movie. Um, the she movie was. had its the movie to me the movie had we'll get we'll talk uh, more about West Side Story and get Kristen's take when we get to director. But um, to me the movie was fine and had its had ups and downs. And Ariana DeBose to me was a, a a high up for the movie. So. Um, you know, should really Kate Blanchett, but, uh, <laughs> but, but sh- should from the list, Ariana DeBose and will, I think Ariana DeBose, uh, kind of like Troy Kotzer. She seems to be, um, 
saying all the right things and getting recognized in all the right places. And so I, I, I'll be surprised if she doesn't win it, honestly. So let's go to actor. So Javier Bardem from uh, Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch from The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield from Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith from King Richard, and Denzel Washington from The Tragedy of Macbeth. Denzel Washington uh, getting his 7,000th uh, Best Actor nomination. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, any snubs? I mean, as much as I love Dune, I should say Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, get, get your, get your would, boy in there. I would say you could take Caviar. For me, you could take Caviar Bardem off of this and put, put uh, Timothy Chalamet in there. Yeah, yeah, I'm on board for that. 100%. I'm okay with that. Uh, Dwayne, any snubs? No, not that. Not that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm just going to do a little plug for Justin Chan from Blue Bayou. Uh, Blue Bayou isn't going to get any recognition. No one's talking about it. It's a really good movie. Justin Chan directed, wrote it, starred in it, and he's, um, really good in it. He's a really good actor. Uh, and I, I don't, Mike, did you see the card counter? The what? Hmm. The card counter with, oh, uh, Oscar Isaac? I, I had wanted to, I, but I never, I never got around to it, no. I think Oscar Isaac is phenomenal in that movie. And so uh, I, I would give him a nomination, honestly. Okay, yeah. I just think he's really good in that movie, and it's really worth watching. So I would pull off Andrew Garfield and Javier Bardem and put on Justin Chan and Oscar Isaac. That's what I nice. would do. Um, I'd also love to see Nicolas Cage on here for Pig, but that's not happening. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Imagine Nick Cage for Pig. Are we counting um, Matt Damon as an actor for The Last Duel, or would that be something yeah. Uh, I think either way. I think you could argue that either way. But I like that. I'm okay with that. Did you see the last duel, Mike? I never got around to it. Now, it's it's. I I thought it was really good. Most people hate it. I I thought it was really really good. You liked it, Dwayne? I liked it. I liked the last duel a lot. I can understand not liking it, but I liked it. Yeah, yeah, me too. So um, so any uh, so okay, you've got your snub, Dwayne, and uh, oh no no, I didn't ask you your snub, did I, Dwayne? Yeah, Matt Damon. I said I lost. I went with. <laughs> He talked talk about taking off Javier Bardem, which I said, uh -huh. which I said no to, because I thought he deserved to be. I thought he was great. I like being okay. the Ricardos. I don't understand why that got some such bad reviews. I like that a lot. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I, I would say Matt Damon for the, for okay. the um, I don't, I suppose I would I would call him lead actor in that though. I guess that's that's a tough one because I guess you you could call him supporting. Yeah, I called him and Adam Driver both lead actors. That's what I, I called. That's what I would say. But mm -hmm. if if you said them supporting actor, I guess I guess I would understand that. But yeah, everyone, uh, this this is a tough category because I feel like everyone on there deserves to be there. Yeah, I want to hit three of these movies um, briefly while we do this. Uh, so let's start with the tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, I I don't have a lot to say about it. I I just thought it was you know a bunch of really good actors doing really good acting things. Yeah. Um, if you like Macbeth, you'll like this, basically. Yeah. Uh, it was filmed interestingly. Uh, Mike, anything you want to say about Tragedy of Macbeth? Yeah, I mean, I'm not smart enough for Shakespeare, generally, so I, I don't <laughs> really understand Shakespeare. I, I got the general gist of the story, you know, and I, I you know, I obviously, mm -hmm. you know, we all do Shakespeare in, you know, school and everything like that, so I understood the general uh, idea of it, but... I thought it was amazing. I found myself enamored with the acting and the set design. The set design and cinematography was was gorgeous. I mean, it was just really yeah. an interesting choice that they that they fully just kind of embraced, and it was for the benefit of the movie. It was great. Um, yeah. And I thought, I mean, 
until I saw King Richard, um, I'll just say that uh, what's his name? Um, Denzel Washington was my you know was the front runner for me for this for sure. He was yeah, I he, thought he was he incredible. Definitely he could be deserving. You could tell he was just loving every minute of that movie too. Like of mm-hmm. I mean he was he was great. Yeah. Yeah, he and uh, Francis McDormand both looked like they were very pleased to be. Yeah, okay. like they. Yeah. Speaking of snubs, going back to the actress, I feel like that's that's one that could be that could yeah. be on one of those lists as well. So yeah. Yeah, would you put her supporting or or uh, actress? I'm not sure where I would put her. Oh, uh, I would say supporting. Probably. Supporting. Mm-hmm. You'd say lead. I'm trying to think who the lead would be, who the lead actress would be then. Okay. Um, yeah. I, either way, I think you can yeah. argue either way. Like screen time, probably more supporting. Impact on the story, definitely actress. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne, um, your thoughts on tragedy, Macbeth? All right. So I'm gonna make an analogy, and it's it's a really it's kind of a tortured one. So run the marathon with me. All right, I'm here. <laughs> so earlier this earlier, I think it was last year. There was a versus on YouTube where it was a locks versus Dipset. And where they got on stage and did a show where they were like performing and like like battling with each other over their songs. And there was one point in that in that battle where Sheik Luke takes the mic and just starts screaming, Let's rap, let's rap, let's rap, we rapping. Like that's what Denzel did in this movie. Denzel just grabbed the mic and just said, Let's act. Like I just yeah. want everybody we acted. <laughs> we are acting today. And everybody in that movie was very acting. <laughs> I love it. I love it. They were just like it was just it's just they were like we don't care about nothing else for the next three weeks. We shooting this movie and we acting. <laughs> we just gonna act. I the love it. Scene, I love it. The last scene where spoiler alert, Macbeth dies. Um, <laughs> the, the last scene where like we're I thought that the the scene where where he gets his head cut off at the end like that was just a beautifully wonderfully shot scene. Like that whole that whole sequence. Yeah. Like you know, I, uh, how, you, you know how this ends, but it was like I was hoping, like, come on, Macbeth, like you've done such terrible things. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, that that was the moment where I said, "How is Corey Hawkins not going to get not getting nominated?" Yeah, because because I just thought he was so good in that last scene as yeah. Um, uh, but you know, even if you're not a Shakespeare guy, I would say just uh, for the reasons Mike mentioned, the set design, the direction, the cinematography, the performances, I think it's worth watching just for that. It's just actors chewing up scenery, and it's just kind of fun to watch, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah, actors being – absolutely. Uh, the other movie I want to talk about quickly, Tick, Tick, Boom. This is the only uh, nomination in that Andrew Garfield. Uh, very good in it. I don't really have anything terrible to say about Andrew yeah. Garfield in it. Um, I didn't know anything about Rent. It made me go watch Rent, which um, I've still never seen Rent. I, I, yeah, yeah. I would have enjoyed Rent more when I was twenty, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, like the bad guy in Rent, I'm like, I'm like, he's the good guy. Oh, oh dear lord! <laughs> this is what it's one of those. It's, it's one of those movies. <laughs> well, it's so it's a bunch of people who don't pay their rent, and he wants to basically gentrify the neighborhood. And I get the complicate the complications behind that, right? But <laughs> but they're like, no, you can't kick us out. That's wrong. And I'm like, you're not paying rent. Like it starts the movie. <laughs> the movie we live in a society. Starts... Yeah, Brandon. Movie... I, Brandon taking the pro landlord approach. <laughs> the, the, the movie starts with them saying, "I haven't paid rent in a year." And he, they haven't kicked him out yet. Like I, I just, I, I'm not saying the bad guy is 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 a hero. I'm just saying like I get it. I get it. And, and the rage against the machine mentality. Like I would have got that a lot more. 
like when I was 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now a 40 year old Brandon is like, you guys should probably pay your rent. Yeah. Just go pay your rent. And they're like, no, I need to be an artist. And I'm like, get a jobby job and then do your art. I do both. Right? That's <laughs> but you can't do art if you're comfortable though with a job. You can't, you know, you gotta have that struggle. That's right. That's, that's right. make it makes good art. It's the it's the paradox. <laughs> I think that's just I think that's just uh, my mentality in general. I'm like, yeah, yeah, art's great. You you do it, do your art, follow your passions, but like, you know, pay your rent. Yeah. <laughs> go, go get a job. I like it. I'm basically from the sellout crowd. Here's Brandon. Here. Uh, uh, but I liked the movie, and Andrew Garfield was good at it. Mike. Uh, what'd you think of Tick Tick Boom? I didn't I didn't love the movie itself. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the songs were like. I never, and I've never seen Rent, so I don't know. If maybe it's just the way they are, but like, it was just kind of like They're very renty. They're very yeah, renty. It was just like you know, like <laughs> I'm sitting in my chair, and now I'm gonna go over here by the window. It's like he was just like singing about what he's doing, and it wasn't like <laughs> I, they weren't songs to me. Like I guess, like in like the sense that like, like I guess I was excited because it's Lin Mel Lin Manuel Miranda, and I thought it was gonna be more like you know Hamilton. And obviously, it's not. You know, it's a different show, and he didn't write it, so uh-huh. it is what it is. Um, I mean, Andrew Garfield was great. In it. I'll, I'll say that. I, I definitely think he's deserving to be on this list for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But the movie itself, I didn't care for. I, 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 I think, I think, I think take. we find ourselves a few times looking at to see how much time was left in the movie. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think that's yeah. a fair take. Yeah, I'm really glad Andrew Garfield didn't try another accent in that because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of Andrew Garfield movies, he's just trying a new accent. Yeah, oh, dear lord. So. Uh, yeah, he had two in the in this in this batch. He had two in this batch. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, we're, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to Eyes of Tammy Faye. We're gonna oh, get we'll to that get movie. There. Uh, let's see. Last movie I uh, want to talk about here, King Richard. Um, which I thought was a just a very fine movie. I thought it was very pleasant. It, it engaged me more than I thought. Will Smith was definitely doing uh, all his all the work he could. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, I I thought it was going one way and it, it went another way, and I liked it. Um, Mike, what'd you think? You just watched it. What'd you think? Yeah, like I said, I I for me, Denzel was a front runner until we saw King Richard, and I feel like uh, mm-hmm. I feel like Will Smith is. Um, I I really we really enjoyed it. Um, didn't uh, I also kind of wasn't really sure exactly where it was going because I don't I don't know the story of obviously Venus and Serena and I didn't really know anything about their dad. I remember hearing something about, mm-hmm. you know, their dad being this character, but, um, no, I mm-hmm. thought it was fantastic. I, I really enjoyed it. It was very uplifting. Um, just a really good story. Mm-hmm. I, I felt the same way. I didn't know where it was going either. And at the beginning I was like, uh Oh, is this yeah. going to be one of those like upsetting movies? Like, yeah. uh, Dwayne, what did you think? I thought it was fine. I didn't, I, I won't say I loved it, but I, I thought it was good. Um, my worry going into that movie is that it was going to be kind of like a, a glowing, you know, ode to Richard Williams because Richard Williams is not a great dude. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought it was fine. I thought it was, you know, nuanced enough to where it was like, you know, this is the argument that you and I often have about the Olympics. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like you, you take your kid and you put them through basically all of this, what amounts to abuse um, yeah. to make them into an elite great athlete. But, you know doesn't always work out that way like at that that tennis club where they went to it it was in miami like mm-hmm. think of all the kids that were there like all those kids didn't become venus and serena williams you know what i mean yeah <laughs> so, I, I liked that yeah. they showed that i thought yes, that was cool that they, they showed that um, um but but yeah other, overall i thought the, i thought will smith was just like he was he's a really good actor to start he is 
But he he just ate that role up. I thought he was really really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. I I uh, I could see Benedict Cumberbatch or Denzel Washington getting this. I could see that. Maybe even Javier Bardem. I don't think Andrew Garfield's a contender. I don't. I I will be shocked though if it's not Will Smith. I think Will Smith yeah. is my should and will. I think he should. I think he will. I think it's time. Mm-hmm. I think this is um he's deserved. Uh, an Oscar a couple times in his career. And I think this time they're going to give it to him. They're going to recognize his body of work. Uh, you know, he's been uh, the definition of a Hollywood star um, for 30 years now. Yeah. So I, I think it's, uh, I think it's time. And I think the, they're going to do it. Mike should will. Will Smith. Yeah. Should will. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm agreeing. Dwayne. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sorry. I cut you off there, Mike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne. Um, Will, definitely Will Smith. Should, uh, I'm going to say should Benedict Cumberbatch. I, I will say, I, I get that argument. Cumberbatch, I don't look at Benedict Cumberbatch uh, by name or volume of work and be like, yeah, like closeted, uh, closeted rustic farmer. That's what I think. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> yeah, Cumberbatch. like yeah. his role, he was like, that, that role he played was complicated. Yeah. And he I found a he he found a way. So yeah, you know. I'm gonna go should Benedict Cumberbatch, but will definitely Will Smith. Will Smith definitely will. Yeah. yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I get that. Okay, let's go. Actress uh, nominees: Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman from The Lost Daughter, uh, Penelope <laughs> Cruz from Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman from Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart from Spencer, which is also kind of a <laughs> Spencer. That was the biggest disappointment. The biggest disappointment for me for this batch because I, I had not heard of that movie and then there's this uh movie review guy I follow that was talking about Christian Spencer's about to win an Oscar and I was like holy crap is she so then I was uh-huh. like so then I was like I was very excited to watch that movie and she was good in that movie but that movie was really not good in my opinion mm-hmm. I couldn't wait for it to be I over was, with we saw it yeah it was <laughs> it's a weird way to tell that story right because yeah. it's like I think there is an interesting story there with you know the craziness that is the royal family, but then like to make it seem like she was kind of like going crazy in a way, or mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it just, I just felt like it was a, a, a not a great way to tell that story. Not respectful mm-hmm. to Diana, in my opinion. Respect yeah, I, Diana. <laughs> yeah. I, I hated every minute Mike. of it. I, I think I fell asleep at one point in the theater. It was just not, not fun. <laughs> <laughs> at all in any way shape or form <laughs> um the only saving grace was i like i like Kristen stewart like looking at Kristen stewart so that was you know that was the one thing that was that that's i was excited man i was i was so i was ready for the Kristen stewart you know inaugurate or like the ceremony of giving her of her winning an oscar i was ready for that i mean people I like people have told me for years she's not a good actor and i i tend not to I try, I try not yeah. to believe it but i didn't think she was good in this movie either I thought she was good in this movie. Like the she problem just kind is of... the role wasn't great. I thought she was good at what they asked her to do, but they just asked her to do really silly things, like stare blankly ahead for like four yeah. straight minutes. And don't she just do made anything. weird, like made weird faces, and like yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I guess it could have been the role. It could have been the the direction, or the director of the movie. That's you know, it's kind of. I also can make those decisions, but it was. I also would like to say, like, if if you were at dinner with the Queen of England, like, what would you do? I probably would just stare straight ahead for four minutes and not do it. <laughs> yeah i'm not saying i wouldn't go totally insane in that in that role as well if i was if i was suddenly a prince you know of england but uh 
Yeah. Aren't you, Mike? I did, if I remember right, didn't they didn't they dub you Prince of England recently? Yeah, that's the, the Duke of Boss. I didn't get my the Duke of Boss. <laughs> I didn't get that certificate in the mail yet, but I <laughs> not, it's not official. Not official. It's on the way. The, the mail the mail takes a little yeah. longer these days, so. <laughs> and plus, it's got to go all the way over the ocean. That's yeah. a long way. Yeah, put on yeah. a steamer ship. Um, yeah, traffic in Baltimore is rough. It's just, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, uh yeah i i don't have anything to add to you guys the movie's better if you view it as like a psychedelic character study um which is ridiculous so yeah. i i yeah i mean she she's fine in it although i will say and i don't know anything about princess diana i won't pretend to but um i will say i never felt like i wasn't watching Kristen stewart yeah throughout the movie yeah like the whole movie yeah. i was like oh yeah i'm watching Kristen stewart she's acting crazy that seems about you know yeah. Seems like what she's doing on a Friday. Like it's just, you know, that's that's how I felt. Yeah. Um I also think Kristen Stewart's a great actress. I also think she's really good in general. Uh we talked about Penelope Cruz, I think that's fine. We talked about Olivia Coleman, I think that's fine enough. Uh Dwayne, tell us all about Nicole Kidman and being the Ricardos. So I I will say this about that movie. I like that movie. I will say that she probably was the weakest part of that for me. Oh really? Okay. I would I would. She was fine, but I just like I, I felt like she wasn't quite Lucille Ball. Okay. It, it felt like it, it. It felt kind of like an impression to me a little bit. I thought Javier Bardem was more Ricky. You know what okay. I mean? Like it just it just seemed more natural. She seemed more like she was acting to me. She was still good. And I will tell you, I told Brandon this when I watched this movie. Learning that Ethel and Lucy were not best friends off of set absolutely ruined me. <laughs> because as a kid watching that show I just assumed that they lived together and were best friends oh, yeah. and there was never any strife in their relationship at all <laughs> um, so yeah I didn't think that she was great didn't think she was bad but didn't think she was great at it uh, didn't uh, take that back didn't think she was great as Lucy mm-hmm. yeah but I but again still still liked it and still liked the movie I thought that she was the weakest part. It's funny. I think I landed on the opposite realm from you. Um, I was more impressed with Nicole Kidman and less impressed with Javier Bardem. Which ah, I can't really explain why, but somehow that's how I ended up. I, I really thought Nicole Kidman did a great job. Um, she's not my should or my will on this, but she's close on, on, on both. Oh, like, really? Um, mm. But I, I'm always pretty impressed with Nicole Kidman, though. I will be honest. Like I, I tend to, I tend to like her and kind of like her before i even start watching her sometimes you know what i mean if that makes sense yeah. uh mike what what did you think about being the ricardos and about her performance well oh, so I, I think i watched that movie in a weird <laughs> i think i watched it in a weird headspace for one so i didn't i think already going into it i wasn't really enjoying it but i will say i liked i liked the story they told i thought it was interesting an interesting take um an interesting sort of uh like slice of life or whatever the, like the, the, the time they chose to tell that story, like that week long, you know, scenario yeah. basically. And the personal and the professional sort of like issues that they were ha- happening, uh, ha- had happening to them. Um, but I, am I the only one that thought Nicole Kidman's makeup was just very distracting? Cause I've heard, oh. like, I, I feel like I heard a lot about how good the makeup was with her character and her transformation into Lucille Ball. And then I saw the movie and the first time they showed her, it was just like, it looked like a waxy like face mask or something. It was strange. Um, <laughs> well, that's, isn't that kind of what Lucille Ball looks like, though? 
I don't know. I don't know. Like, well, like, I mean, I, I, and also I wonder, you know, is it like sort of, and I feel like it's ages to kind of ask this, but like, are there not other actresses in their, in their thirties that they could have used for the role instead of someone who's in their fifties? And like, I think it's great that, mm-hmm. you know, Nicole Kidman is able to still get a role like that. But at the same time, like, um, you know, I kind of feel like it, it sort of adds extra pressure to actresses coming up now who maybe are looking at that as like, okay, I need to like when I'm in my fifties, I need to have all this plastic surgery done and have this money and be able to like still get these roles that someone like Nicole Kidman's going to get, you know? And I feel like it kind of can set okay. a, it can set a dangerous sort of, uh, you know, precedent that's maybe unachievable an unachievable precedent. Um, interesting. That, that was kind no, of my, I, my I haven't take heard that it. take. That's um, interesting. Yeah. I mean, she did a fine job. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, I think I don't have a strong opinion on Lucy, Lucille Ball or Lucy, the character from the show. So um, I think, I was expecting her to be like, you know, Ricky kind of doing like the Lucille, you know, Lucy show uh, character the whole time. And she wasn't. So that uh-huh. was, that was, you know, I think she did a fine job, but uh, yeah, I just found it. I just found the makeup distracting personally. Okay. Um, I can, I can see that. And that, I think that's fair. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say necessarily the, the Nicole Kimmon part. I don't think that that really bothered me as much as, it, it it doesn't seem like like I don't know how to say this in words. I would say that I, I I will agree with you that I feel like there would be other people that could play that role better, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's because of her age. You know what I mean? Like I no. like it, it's that's not to say that like Nicole Kidman shouldn't play Lucille Ball or anything, but like I, I do think that it was a weird choice. Yeah, but I mean I, I think the movie sort of like uh there's a, I think there's a scene in the movie where they where she loses out on a role to a younger actress or whatever, and I. I kind of get the point they're making there with that. And I think it's great that someone, you know, like we should have actors, actors and actresses who are older being able to play whatever, you know, but there are plenty of appropriate roles for any given actor, you know, of any given age, I feel like, um, you know, and I think that, you know, like, like to my point earlier that I think it just can set an unattainable sort of, you know, goal for some, some people coming up in the, in acting that might look at that character and be like, oh, okay, well, when I'm in my fifties, I should be able to be pulling roles that are people are in their twenties or their thirties, whatever. And it, yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, and it leads to people feeling like they have to, you know, yeah. make themselves look a certain way. I get what right, you're saying. Right, right. That you have to be Nicole Kidman when you're in your 50s. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, I'm like, I mean, <laughs> exactly. You know, she's got For the sure. money, and there's, you know, obviously jeans are a part of that too. I mean, that, you know, it's the, but and I'm sure, and I'm sure she takes really good care of herself. Hundred you know, percent. I'm know, sure. Not taking anything away from her, but yeah, no, I, I get that. Yeah. I, I, I get that. Um. Let's talk quickly about uh, the eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, so Andrew Garfield uh, did a good job in that. Jessica Chastain transformative uh, the role, and the movie was very interesting. I didn't know who Tammy Faye was when I got into when I watched this movie. So, uh, uh, so that was interesting watching that. Being like, wait a minute, this person existed. This is yeah. this is true. Uh, so Mike, let's start with you. What were your thoughts on the eyes of Tammy Faye and Jessica Chastain in it? I thought Jessica Chastain was incredible. Um, like her, mm-hmm. her transformation, the, you know, makeup and in that role, I mean, was, was awesome. Um, I didn't know much about, um, Tammy Faye or, or that, like that group, I guess necessarily specifically, but it definitely reminded me of like some of the church and I grew up with, you know, back in the day, um, mm-hmm. sort of that like Southern Baptist sort of, you know, a bit of, a bit of prosperity gospel in there mixed in, but also just, you know, um, I, I think it, it struck me. Uh, a little deeper, I think, than maybe others who maybe didn't grow up with that kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Just kind of seeing that, and um, I thought the I thought the, 
the take that she was such a sort of like LGBTQ like uh, ally was interesting. I didn't didn't know that about that story either. So I thought that was I thought that was cool. Um, I, I love the I love the movie all the way through. It was great. Uh, I, I'm with you. I really liked it a lot, Dwayne. Um, you, I know, knew more about Tammy Faye Baker than oh, yeah. than, than it sounds like Mike and I did going into it. Uh, what did you think of the film? I thought it was great. Loved it. Um, yeah, growing up, like where I where I grew up, like Tammy Faye Baker and Jim Baker were like on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like I, I've told, uh, <laughs> also told Brandon, like there was there would be jokes like growing up with people when someone didn't have money or something. Someone would say like, "Oh, they must send all their money to Jim Baker," yeah, or whatever. It's like it was just like it was a thing where like people would would send this guy to un- untold amounts of money for quote blessings. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. like that uh-huh. may or may not ever come. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I knew the story. I didn't know like the the LGBTQ part of it. I didn't know that she was a big player in that part, and I didn't know that like he was still alive. Like I I, I don't know why I thought Jim Baker had died. Like. 20 years ago. I don't know. Still scamming, right? He's He's still still alive and still has a church, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. But um, as far as Jessica Chastain goes, like, just absolutely phenomenal. Like, I thought she was great. And I would, I would, we'll we'll get to should will. I'll be shocked if she doesn't win. Yeah. Um, It feels like her time, doesn't it? Yeah. Like she's been close a few times. Um, she's my should will. I think she should. Uh, I think she will. Uh, all, all these performances were good in my opinion. I don't. I don't have mm-hmm. anything negative to say about it. even even Olivia Coleman and Kristen Stewart in movies. I didn't like the performances were were good enough that I don't. I don't I have anything negative yeah. to say. Um, but Jessica Chastain that too about blew me away. Nicole Kidman was it was good enough in that movie to be on this list. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying that I think that she was should be taken off or anything. Did we see? Did anyone see um, uh, the Lady Gaga movie? What was it? What's the name of that movie? A House of Gucci. The House of Gucci. Yeah. Did we see this? Because I did not see this. I heard so Kristen saw it and uh, said it was like like told me it was it was all around boring, like not not worth oh, not okay. worth my time watching. So I haven't watched it at all because I, I would have um, I'd wanted to see it, but then hearing her take on it that it was boring, I was like, nah, nah skip it. Because that's it's been on one of my ones, list, but I I didn't see it either. That's been the, Lady Gaga's been a I've seen on all the list of snubs for mm-hmm. for for that movie, but I've not seen it, so I can't I'm say. surprised with that cast that there's that there's no one from from that movie on any of these lists. To be honest, it's not on yeah. it's not on anything, right? Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't have the list in front of me for like makeup and uh, things yeah. like that, but yeah, none none of these six categories, which yeah. um you know for how much press it got but i mean like um, with that act with that yeah. with that cast though i mean i feel like one of those people would be on one of these lists for actor actress or supporting you know like yeah. it's just kind of, kind of insane you would think so uh Dwayne jody comer from the last duel i i would like to find a spot for her here i'd take olivia coleman off and put her there uh any snubs for you i'd be fine with that um would we would we would we count rooney mara as best actor as lead actress from nightmare Island? Which is apparently you could I I I call her supporting, but you could you Would could that call be supporting? her actress. Okay, I'm fine with that being supporting. Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, shoot, if Olivia Coleman was the best actress from The Favorite, all bets are off. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying she wasn't great in that, but there's no way she was the lead actress in that movie. Like, it's just, yeah, crazy. 
Uh, Mike, any uh, snubs? I'm trying to think. Nothing Nothing comes to mind, really. I don't think that we haven't talked about already. Okay. And I said Jessica Chastain's my should will. Dwayne said Jessica Chastain is should will. Uh, Mike, should did will. you say the same? Yeah, I, I. but I feel like the Academy is going to want to put Coleman up there, and I feel like Coleman will, unfortunately, even though I think it should oh. be Je- Jessica Chastain. I could see that. Yeah, I, I could I, see that. Jessica Chastain should, for sure, but I can't help but think that Coleman will. She might, and she's a great actress. Like, that, yeah, she wouldn't be. Un- I just hated the movie. Yeah, she wouldn't. She would not be undeserving, <laughs> but I, I would think that yeah. for me, Jessica Chastain would be more deserving, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, okay, let's move on to director. Uh, we've talked about most of these movies. Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog, uh, Ryosuke Hamaguchi from Drive My Car. Apologies if I mispronounce that, and Steven Spielberg from West Side Story. So uh, we did my drive my car uh, commentary. We talked Power of the Dog. We talked Belfast. Um, let's talk Licorice Pizza. Oh boy, Mike. <laughs> let's start with you. I-, I tend to be lower than consensus on Paul Thomas Anderson movies in general. Not that I don't like his movies. I just tend to be a little lower than consensus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get your take because I think you have been the other way. I think you tend to be a little higher on his movies than me. Um, I mean, I like I like There Will Be Blood a lot. Um, that's that's one of his like big ones for me that I that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But this this movie I did not care for at all. Um, oh, okay, cool. We're on the same. I was yeah. I was I was ready to be told how stupid I am for not. No, and like this movie. like I remember liking <laughs> like Boogie like Boogie Nights. Obviously, is great. I like Punch Drunk Love a lot. Um, Inherent Vice. I feel mm-hmm. like I remember I remember enjoying. But this mm-hmm. movie, I just oh, I don't know what. I I couldn't get past like the reverse Lolita kind of feeling that I had watching it. Yeah. Not that I didn't right? like just we're like, we're supposed to celebrate this relationship that to me is just creepy. Um, right. You know, and I just, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> like th- why does that, that movie works just as well if she's 18. Uh, totally. I don't know why she is. 100%. 100%. And like, I don't yeah. know why they're, they're also running everywhere, which I hated. Cause they're always like, a little, they're always a little bit sweaty, which I didn't like. And then like, we're supposed to believe that this kid like is able just to like start all these like random businesses and they're doing yeah, the really business. well. Like, the guy I'm sorry. What? Yeah, yeah. Like, it happened? was the '70s. It was the '70s. Like, was that how it no, was? I, 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 I'm with you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. I don't know. I didn't, not, not for me. I, I'm with you, Mike. I didn't hate this movie. I definitely didn't like it. Yeah. I, I it, it, it was not a movie that I would recommend to anybody. Um, I was bored through most of it when when Bradley Cooper wasn't on screen, and uh, I thought the tone <laughs> was weird. Like it was like three different movies and none of them made a whole lot of sense. So, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Dwayne, what was your thought on Licorice Pizza? Um, I felt like the movie is a, there's a lot, you know, easier to understand and stomach once you realize that Alana is the villain. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she, she's the bad guy in that movie because it's like she's. She's like, how old was she? Like twenty five, and she's like hanging out with these like kids. Yeah, and and, and you wanted to, they tried the best they could to make it seem like the relationship wasn't sexual, but in my opinion, that makes it creepier, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> because like, what are you doing with your life? Like, what is like? Why would you be hanging out with this sixteen year old kid? Um, makes as much sense if, if if why why he couldn't have just been eighteen? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. 
Yeah, they could have easily just this, this movie. Yeah, this movie works without the creepy age gap. Like it works. I don't know why yeah. they made it. Yeah, and then <laughs> if she's twenty, if she's twenty-two and he's eighteen, the movie's not different at all. Yeah. Um. um I think it's weird that like. Are we supposed to like take from the movie that he's like charismatic and like so. charming in a way that like because like like because basically like every woman that he passes in this movie is given the you can take me eyes right yeah it's like yeah. is that what I'm supposed to believe from this 16 year old kid who <laughs> like no disrespect to this actor. I think I think he's the new Kevin James. Like every movie Kevin James is in, every woman he meets wants to be with him. I think that's what it is. I just I uh, didn't buy it. I just I, I didn't. Buy, he didn't seem that charming to me. He seemed like no, a kid. No. Yeah, he just seemed yeah. like a little kid running around opening pinball stores. Like what did you, you do? I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what did you think of the, the Michael uh, the John Michael Higgins scenes? Where he's like the, the guy who owns all the Japanese restaurants, and he was like introducing his, his oh, Japanese yeah, wife, yeah, being that was, super yeah, racist, that was not and like great. that was not just, great. I don't, I don't get think they needed that. The point of it putting was, that in the movie it, at all? Admittedly, not a great part of the movie. Yeah, like I remember, I, I, I remember I, in the theater seeing that, and like when that scene came on, when those scenes came on, like there was like nervous laughter in the theater and you could tell like people were like, we're not sure how to like everyone in the theater was like collectively. You could just feel like none of us are sure how to feel about this. Like we don't know what to do with this. Right. And why did it need to be there? Yeah. Why did any of that need to be in the movie? That's the thing. I forgot. It's like, I blanked that out. I forgot about that um, too. (laughs) But yeah, I watched that. And the first thing I thought was, it's not like this is like, a historical fic film that you have to like be accurate. right? Right. Like we don't need to, we know people were racist then. We know people are racist now. Yeah. We don't need to like make it turn it into a bit in a movie that's not a comedy. I don't. Right. I, I didn't understand that at all. Yeah. Wow, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was weird too. I'm with you. Uh, we could have done without the Sean Penn. The Sean Penn. Scene. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't need him in there. Didn't need that either. But more like, Bradley like, Cooper. Let's like bring Bradley Cooper movies. back. Yeah, Bradley Bradley Cooper was <laughs> yeah, was right. the saving grace in that movie for the little bits that he little bit that he was on screen. But agreed, agreed. Okay, so uh, we talked uh, about these. I, I, that's enough. I don't have anything else on Licorice Pizza. Anybody else have something else on Licorice Pizza? No. Okay. Uh, let's hear uh, West Side Story. I, I kind of gave my take on it. I do think it's interesting that Steven Spielberg did his first musical in his seventies, and I do typically like Spielberg. I think he, I mean, he's he's a crowd pleaser. He's the blockbuster guy. Um, but I do think he takes chances. It goes outside his outside the box and. Uh, takes on interesting projects, and I think he's always done that. So it's fun to me that he took this on in his 70s, and I liked it. I wouldn't say I loved it, but I liked it. It was fine. Um, Mike, I want to hear all about okay, Kristen's well, take on so, West Side Story. So, yeah, so she's a very big West Side Story fan, obviously, like like I mentioned, the original one. Um, so her she, she told me she made it 30 minutes in and turned it off. Couldn't finish it. Couldn't watch it. Um, oh, no! She was very annoyed wow. that it was <laughs> wow. essentially it was a shot-for-shot remake. Um, you know, music's obviously the same. Um, the choreography was nearly the same. Mm-hmm. They added all these unnecessary exposition scenes, apparently. Um, like not, you know, basically just not giving the audience enough credit yeah. for like just being able to think for themselves a little bit. And, and um, she said the one pro about <laughs> it that she that she said was that there was a lot more Spanish being spoken in it than in the original one, um, and stuff like even like with the subtitles mm-hmm. on. Um, the Spanish wasn't being translated, so it was like you know, kind of cool. Like they weren't like we as an audience, unless you spoke Spanish, you weren't supposed to understand what they're saying. Like that was kind of an interesting you know thing. 
Yeah. And there's also apparently a long speech about gentrification that was like really kind of shoehorned in there. Um, that, that seemed like it was, didn't mm-hmm. need to be in the movie. Um, so that, that was her, that was her take yeah. on it. Uh, and so I was okay. reading an article a while back. I can't remember what the article was, who wrote it, but there was talk about, I think when they remade the Lion King animated movie just recently. And, oh, and when they, so when they apparently, the, yeah, I think okay. West Side Story yeah. is Disney, right? So there were the, yeah, the idea so. that the idea that the article was basically that it's a way of Disney, it's a way for a company to re up their copyright on something without and make some money from it. So they can spend a little bit of money to make a essentially almost a shot for shot remake of a movie and have that be copyrighted again for the next, you know, however long, 50 years or whatever, and make a bunch of money at the studio. Which I which seems like this might have been oh. one of those kind of things. Because otherwise, why why remake it? You know, I don't understand. Like, yeah. The original still exists and is still fantastic in its own right, just like the original Lion King from the '90s still exists and is fantastic in its own right. Um, you know, I, don't, I mean, maybe there's those people that they're trying to reach that maybe won't go back and watch a movie from the '60s because it's from the '60s. But you know, that, that, uh-huh. that's kind of my suspicion with some of these movies is that they're that's that's the reason they're doing it. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, I didn't think about it that way, but I, I had no idea. Yeah, about the if, I, if I find really the article, I'll, I'll try to search for it and maybe send it your way. I, I, I could be completely mis, misrepresenting it, but I feel like I read something about that a while back, and it seemed to make sense to me. Uh, anyways, that would help explain all the um, yeah, all the exactly. remakes, like all the tons and tons of remakes that happen. That would help explain, and it makes me oh, worry. You, for you know, that there's one coming. There's one coming. Oh <laughs> no! Fully you CGI know happening, buddy. Sorry. Because that because. Yeah, I I love Jaws. That 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 remake is gonna be awful. It doesn't matter yeah. what they do; it's gonna be awful because they're gonna tech. They're gonna make it too. Yeah. They're gonna put too much technology in it, and it's just gonna be garbage. Oh so. yeah, Jaws is definitely yeah. gonna be CGI. Maybe Jordan Peele do it, and it'll be decent. But who knows? Probably. Not. Um. <laughs> oh, ooh, now now yeah. now that that's interesting. Um, Dwayne, uh, your <clears throat> thoughts on West Side Story? I liked West Side Story. I mean, mm-hmm. like. No, no disrespect to Chris. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I well, liked I it. I, I thought it was think, really good. I don't think Dwayne or I have an attachment to the original. Yeah. I liked the original. I, have I haven't either. seen I've, it in I, so long. I don't that, know that yeah. I've ever seen it. I know the story, okay. but I don't know that I've ever. I can't recall ever yeah. watching the original. Yeah. Um, the main thing I remember, which is a misquote from one of the songs, is just when you're a jet, you're always <laughs> a jet, and the like the, the snapping, the, the snapping. That's what I remember. And so when I think West Side Story, I think tough people dancing and snapping. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, Same. those guys are tough. Um, I, I just I, – this is no disrespect to this movie, but the, the story. I would just say that, like, if I'm in love with someone and then they kill my brother, I'd like I, – I would probably <laughs> rethink the relationship. That's, that's just me personally. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, it is, it is, it is Romeo and Juliet. Like True. the, the yeah. movie is Romeo and Juliet. So right. I, I think that's the whole uh, concept behind it. But uh, you know, one thing that I found interesting, I like Ansel Elgort. I loved Baby Driver. I thought he was very much a potato in this movie. <laughs> I thought he was just kind of nothing. <laughs> the potato. Uh, yeah, I, I, he was just, he was just there. I thought, I, I don't know. He seemed kind of forced into, I don't know what it is, but I, I typically like him. So, um, you know, I, I just didn't. Didn't think that was the best fit. Um, all the women in it I thought were great. Um, th- I, th- I thought did a really good job. But uh, but that's interesting. I get that on uh, uh on Kristen's take, and I it, it makes me see the movie in a little bit of a different light. So, 
Uh, oh, snubs. Yeah. Any snubs? Dennis Villanueva. Dennis Villanueva. <laughs> yeah, I, I have an idea. Why is he not on yep. this list? <laughs> why is, I think I know where you're going. Steven Spielberg on? I, I don't know. Like I, so that's the thing with Steven, with Steven Spielberg on this list, and, and regardless of how you know anyone feels about the movie, but like, like with it being almost a shot for shot remake, I mean, he, like, is, is Steven Spielberg's like touch on this movie? Like, could have had like, like, could someone else have just directed this and been just the same, you know, come up with the same movie? Ah. Um, yeah, yeah, I I get that shot for shot remake. What do we What do we uh, yeah. congratulate? So that, that's for? that's I my that. thing. But I 100 percent think Dennis Villanueva should be on this list. Um, and I would say you could take off Paul Thomas Anderson or Spielberg, in my opinion. For I I actually think Jane Campion's the only one that I I would say really needs to be on the list. I, Dennis Villanueva absolutely yeah. can go on yeah. for any of the other four. <laughs> yeah, looking at the list, I, I, I think I have a should should will uh, in mind. So. Um. Yeah. Uh. uh Michael Sarnowski. I need for to see Pig. That. I've been yeah. talking about Pig a lot. Pig's a really good movie. I. I just. It's a really good movie, and it's really interestingly done, and it's really well shot, and it's um well directed. Uh. And this would never happen, but it, Ilya Nashular for nobody. Yeah. I don't care what great. anybody. Th- yeah. Nobody is a movie that yeah. shouldn't be good. One hundred percent. That's a great movie. I enjoyed yeah. that. I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. It is. I agree. Um. Yeah. I love it, love it. Um, Dwayne, any uh, any other snubs? Um, no, uh, I don't think. I mean, so, there's a lot so. of directors I liked. Like, there's you know, Ronaldo Marcus Green for King Richard. You could put on here. There's lots of them on here. I mean, like, if you're gonna put, like, I don't particularly like this list is like, like, like y'all said, like Power of Dog is like mm-hmm. obviously the one that needs to be on the list. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to put on there? I'm fine with because Power Dog is gonna win. <laughs> yeah, it should will for me too. Jane Campion should will. For uh, Dennis Villeneuve should you? win, and Jane. <laughs> yeah, but Jane Campion probably will win. I could. I mean, yeah. I. I, I hope it's not Paul Thomas Anderson or, or Spielberg. I. I hope it's Campion out, out of this out of this list. I hope. It's, uh, I really hope it's not Paul Thomas, yeah. Thomas Anderson. That movie was just yeah. really weird and gross. Very fair. And I think Ryosuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, he should have to submit an essay to why his film is 76 <laughs> hours long in order to be done. You tell the Academy why. <laughs> and it, yeah, you, you have to you have to justify that. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> uh, okay, let's go to picture. Uh, Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Uh, we have talked about most of these movies already. I want to briefly uh, talk about Licorice, or I'm sorry, Nightmare Alley, and I want to talk about Don't Look Up very, very briefly, and then I want um, Boss to do have like a five minute <laughs> soliloquy on Dune. So um, let's start, Dwayne. Uh, since Nightmare Alley has come up a lot, we've talked about uh, the acting performances in it. What did you think of it as a film? I thought it was it it it, it was great. I thought it was a great mm-hmm. movie. I loved it from beginning to end. Um, I never knew where it was going the entire time. Yeah. I was like on the edge of my seat the entire time. It could have ended a hundred different ways. I would have never seen it coming. Um, yeah, I thought it was it, it's great. It, 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 it's what movies... I, I like movies like this where it's like you're not, you're not trying to be over thoughtful. You're not trying to, you know... You're just telling me a story. Uh-huh. That's it. And I liked it. It, was, it, it, worked, it worked in that in that way. You're not trying to make me question everything like don't look up you know what i mean like you're just you're just yeah. telling me a story and i, I thoroughly enjoyed it it's about carnies yeah. let's do that yeah more carnies I, I 
I liked to, another movie that's almost three different movies, but it's um, but it's what? good. It works. It, it weaves yeah. together real. Come Nightmare on, Nightmare Alley. Alley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it weaves together real well. I I, I liked it too. Yeah, I, no, I, I love really I love the like, arc um, of just like you know, sort of like wondering where this guy's coming mm-hmm. from and um, where he's gonna go, and then seeing sort of like that whole sort of sequence of events and um, learning about his past as as it goes. And yeah, again, like I mean, like Dwayne said, like it's like more Carney stories. I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> you know, and it felt yeah, and it felt yeah, like and weird you know, weird people yeah, taking advantage and it felt like, of other you know, people. Like the, Let's do that. That's just yeah, and I mean, more Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> more Bradley Cooper. I mean, always it, more it Bradley had that Cooper. old Hollywood kind of feel exactly. to it. I mean, probably because it was you know the, the era it was shot yeah. in, or the area that it took place in, obviously. And but just being like old entertainment stuff, and then like just had a kind of a, a look and a aesthetic to it that I really, I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um. And, and you know, it's it's like Coda. It's a story we've seen a lot, mm-hmm. right? The rise and fall of a you know um a, a upstart individual, right? Uh, and I, I won't spoil too much. Um, I will say, Dwayne, there was a point where uh, Bradley Cooper and Willem Dafoe were having a conversation. I was like, oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like midway through when they when when Willem oh, Dafoe yeah, yeah, was yeah, telling yeah, him about it, I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, I know where this is going. But uh, but I love it. I thought it was really good too. Um, I'm glad you liked it, Mike, because that was when we were talking about movies that I I recommended you you try to prioritize. I. It yeah. felt like a movie you would like. No, same, I'm same. glad that I wasn't wrong. Well, it, was, it, was so. one of, it was one of the ones I, I, when I saw the trailer for it in the theater originally, I was like, oh, I got to see that. It looks fantastic. And then I never got around to it. And then I read reviews, mm-hmm. unfortunately, because I don't like to, tr- I try not to read reviews if I can avoid it. But I started seeing reviews that were very mixed and yeah. some people that just downright didn't like it. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I won't see it. But I'm glad I did. I, I did like it. Mm-hmm. I find my uh, reviews are are rarely the way I end up feeling about a movie. I just, and, and that probably says a lot about, no, I mean, that's, me, I think that's I the same for me too. Yeah. Uh, and then <clears throat> I don't know anything, but, <laughs> um, okay, let's, uh, let's do don't look up. Uh, don't look up. Um, I, I liked, uh, I also made me very sad. Uh, it hits you in the face with its point, mm-hmm. but it kind of needs to, I guess. So I, I don't know. Uh, and Kate Blanchett's amazing. That's my entire, yeah, I mean, I, I look up. it was my, definitely <laughs> heavy handed. I, I agree. Um, but I also agree it probably needed to be. Um, I nope. I know a lot of people didn't like that movie, but I, I enjoyed it from start to end as much as you can enjoy a story like that. Um, I just thought it was very well done. Yep. The cast was great. Um, the whole the whole uh, little side story where uh, Jennifer uh, Lawrence was wondering why the general was stealing snacks was, <laughs> I mean, hilarious. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I thought it was great. I loved it. Uh, Jonah oh God, Hill's yes. addition to that movie yes. was very um, enjoyable too. He just yes. kind of was perfect. In that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dwayne, du- your thoughts on Don't Look Up? Um, uh, I feel like if there ever, if that ever does happen, that that is hundred oh, percent how yeah. that's going to play out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sadly. Every, every, half the people are more than half the people are going to be like, ah, that's not happening. You're making it up. It's like, why would I yep. make this up? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> to what end would I make up? Like, like, to what end would I make this up? Um, I thought it was really good. I agree it was very heavy-handed. Um, but I also think that was kind of the point. I think it was it was purposely yeah. heavy-handed. Um, mm-hmm. It was one of those movies that was satirical in a way that's sad because it's not really satirical. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of a reflection of what our culture is now, which is just, you know, unrealistically mm-hmm. stupid. And mm-hmm. we would believe, like, you could look up in the sky and see an asteroid fall into the Earth and convince yourself that's yeah. not happening. Yeah. Um, 
It's like that's just who we are. Now. We're in the Whatever. we're in the dumbest that's timeline. Definitely who we are. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I liked it. I thought it. I thought I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. I can understand someone not liking it though. I will, I'll, I'll give you that. I understand if you think it was too yeah. heavy-handed or too preachy. I can understand that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that. That sounds like we're all in agreement on that. Okay, uh, Dwayne kind of didn't watch Dune, and uh, I I liked Dune. Thought thought it was great. Uh, boss, um, have at it, my friend. Tell us all about Dune and why it's great. Well, for, and, I mean, so first uh, of all, I'll tell you guys and anybody else, uh, you owe it to yourself to see it in the theater. I mean, that's it's that was a kind of a big conceit I think with when it came out. You know, everyone was the the, the press was saying that you know you got to see it in the theater, got to see it in the theater, and that one hundred percent agree. Um, it, it was made for. <clears throat> so you're saying that watching it on my iPad while carrying not the way to watch it. No, you, it's it's it needs to be a okay. big Fair screen. Enough. Fair you know, enough. The, Fair the, enough. The, the sound, everything, just really you have to be kind of so you have to submerge yourself in that in that environment in that world. Um, yeah, Fair I just enough. I mean it was I mean Dennis Villanueva I guess. So I've never read I've never read Dune. I've never seen the original '84 uh, David Lynch version. Um, so I don't have any I don't have any I had nothing going into it. You know, no no thoughts on the story or the movie. Um, so I went, went in totally cold, but yeah, just, I, I thought Dennis Villanueva, he's apparently a very big Dune fan. And this was like, sort of like one of his visions for, you know, many, many years to do this movie. Um, and I, I think he knocked it out of the park. I mean, it just from beginning to end, mm-hmm. just like pulled me into this world. And it's like, it's how I want sci-fi, sci-fi movies to be. Um, just these, just, I mean, like mm-hmm. it's, it makes star Wars look like, you know, like the Muppet show or something like that. It's just like, you know, it's it's just. Ooh. I mean, Star Wars obviously is arguably you know sci-fi slash fantasy, but um, yeah, I just thought it was fantastic. I mean, the, the cinematography was amazing, the acting was amazing, the the art art you know the artistic artistry of the movie, the the set designs and um, costuming, everything was just from start to finish, top to bottom, incredible. <clears throat> I um. I, no, I, I have did not you read, read the book, book Mike? Did you say and I missed it? <clears throat> okay, N- neither have I. I uh, think this was if I could give an award for most mm-hmm. ambitious film, Dune seems yeah, like totally. an impossible task to me. And uh, I knew what was going on the entire mm-hmm. time, at least to some extent, right? Um, I knew what right, the movie right. wanted me to know is what I should say. Um, and I thought it was done very well in that regard. Uh, I was more impressed with Rebecca Ferguson than you, but I think that's just because I love Rebecca Ferguson. So uh, everything she does makes me excited. Uh, but I, I, I don't have like a retort for you. I, th- I loved it. I thought it was great. No, I can't wait for the next one. Uh, I don't even no. think it was too long. I, you know, I typically am pretty hard on runtime. And the worms, man, like special effects are special effects. CGI is CGI. The worms were yeah. done flawlessly yeah. in my uh, th- those those scenes are great um almost uh, yeah almost had that lurking underneath like did we only got like a hint of what they look like and uh, uh like a teaser almost like yeah. jaws where you don't yeah. see it most of the way through <laughs> apparently i'm just thinking about jaws this episode, this episode um but where you don't see it and it's almost makes it more powerful the fact that you only get like teased what the worms are like I don't know. I thought the movie was great as well. Dwayne, I highly recommend uh, giving it another chance and trying to not, not necessarily watch it in one sitting, but watch it like. Yeah. Being well, able I'm, to I'm certain that when they re- when the second one comes out, they're going to be releasing the first one in the theaters again. 
Like, I mean, I, I, I don't see why they wouldn't do that. I'm so sure I, I think right. I'll have a chance to see it. And if they show both back to back, I'm, I'm there for it. I'll sit there. I'll sit there for six, seven hours and watch, yeah. <laughs> watch them all. <laughs> I, I think so too. Um, so Mike, uh, any snubs, any, anything you really would have liked um, to see on this yeah. list? Again, I'm, I'm trying to think of what, what might, what might be on here, but I mean, for me, you know, the fact that Dune's on this list is, is enough, honestly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad it got nominated i i agree i'm i'm very disappointed that dennis villadueva didn't get nominated because i i agree yeah. he definitely should be on the list uh for director was green, was glad the green it made the picture list this, should that be for this this year for those oscars or was that yeah that that that, that could it be was, maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah, that, was that was a movie that i really really liked um yeah it was very interesting it was a, not yeah, what yeah. i expected when i watched it. it was good it's a good movie uh Dwayne, any snubs um, I think that you could go, uh, I really liked Pig. Yeah. I thought Pig, you might throw Pig on there. I mean, if you're already nominating Pig, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you, I, could, I think you could take off West Side Story. You can take off Licorice Pizza. You can take off Drive My Car, Don't Look Up, Coda, Belfast. Any of those you can take off and put Pig on, I think. Um, The Last Duel I really liked. I, I would um, really put The Last Duel on here. I loved that movie. I thought it was great. So. I did, too. I thought it was good. Uh, that, I think that's it, though. And, like, Shades of Rashomon on it. Like, Last Duel is my big stuff. And then uh, I'll just mention Blue Bayou again. Which one? I really liked it. I just thought it was a really good movie. Heartbreaking what was movie, it? but really what good. What movie? Blue, ba- oh, Blue, Blue Bayou. Yeah, yeah. Blue Bayou. Blue Bayou. That, that's on my list based on your yeah, recommendation. Justin Chong's uh, movie. I really recommend it. it. It's it's kind of a heartbreaking yeah. movie to watch, but it's really good. Like it's just, and he's really good in it, and um, Alicia Vikander's yeah. in it, who I always like, and it's just a just a good movie and a scathing indictment on the on America's immigration policy. Wait, what's wrong with their, wait? What's wrong with their immigration policy? Um, it's flawless perfect uh a a movie i i just want to say this to everyone out there a movie i had no interest in watching watched and was like that's a watchable movie is stillwater um with matt damon still stillwater it's it it doesn't belong on this list but it's worth mentioning as a movie that maybe you overlook because it looks worthless but it's pretty good and matt damon's good in it and it's um it's worth watching i think that sounds vaguely familiar. I, 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 I know I didn't see it though. So it's uh, Matt Damon plays the father of a girl who um, gets charged and convicted of murder in a foreign country and is held there. And he's he's he lives somewhere in the in the like Midwest, oh. and so he has like those Midwest values. And he it's it's about his trip over there trying I, to kind of be there for his daughter. I remember, okay, I remember seeing it's, a trailer really of that and being like, oh, it's taken, but like. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's obviously not yeah. it's it's it yeah, feels yeah, yeah. like that but it's very much a drama. i do remember seeing yeah, the show yeah that, that, that looked interesting um, to me i never got around to seeing it though yeah it's it's good and the card counter is good it's um two yeah. movies nobody really liked but the card counter is good too with oscar Isaac. uh let's see here uh should will do. mike what do you think <laughs> dude that's it dude dude should do you, oh, yeah. do you think I, I mean will? i i so i think it will because i i i think it will because I'm hoping that the Academy realizes the, the mistake, the errors of their ways of not putting Dennis Villanueva for best picture um, and not putting Timothy Chalamet in for actor. So <laughs> I, think it, I think it will. And I think they're going to make up for it for yeah. that. And I think it's going to clean up. I think it's going to clean up cinematography, uh-huh. art direction, costume design, all those other categories that, you know, we, we don't talk about, but I think should will for pictures. Dune. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Dwayne should will. 
I'm going to go should and will for Power of Dog. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to do the same thing, too. You could talk me into Nightmare Alley or Dune for should. Uh, either way, I think Power of the Dog is is going to do it. I just think it has enough momentum. People love the movie. Um, you know, critics love the movie. So I, I'll be surprised if it's not yeah, Power of the probably... Dog. Um, that being said, I'm usually disappointed with Best yeah. Pictures. So it'll probably be West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely gonna be liquid. I mean, I could I could see the definitely Academy like you know like someone like Paul Thomas Anderson. I could see them giving it to him. I don't know. I just I hope I hope not. But you know, yeah. people were gaga over that movie. I don't get it. Yeah, and people yeah, love Coda. Co- Coda might be the kind because Coda is kind of yeah. wholesome and fun. Um, I feel like maybe maybe uh maybe that could do it. It wouldn't shock me if Coda wins it, but I I think it's probably Power of the Dog. Let's do favorite movies. We've gone an hour and a half, which is usually about the time that uh, we try to wrap this up. But let's do favorite movies uh, of the year. These are not movies that were necessarily nominated, not movies that, uh, you know, we we think were necessarily the greatest movies, but just our favorite films to watch this year. I'm going to say nobody is on that list because I loved that movie. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and I will say the other ones, uh, The Last Duel is a favorite of mine. And uh, we've talked about Pig. Pig is Pig is a really good movie and, and, and good to watch. Uh, Mike, what are your favorite movies for the year that you just recommend people watch? <laughs> uh, Dune, of course. Um, yeah, there's one. So I'm looking at a list of movies that we've seen. And um, there's one that stood out. It was a documentary called The Alpinist, which if anyone's familiar, if anyone saw the movie Free oh. Solo, that documentary about the free climber, um, The Alpinist basically follows uh-huh. a guy who does the same yeah. thing, but he does it on like faces like on like rock faces that have ice sheets on them so he's climbing on ice um terrifying to watch but it's a documentary okay. and it's super super good uh I recommend that one um red rockets another one that i really enjoyed this year um yeah i'll have that to one. add that to and also list. another documentary um val uh, about val kilmer was really really good yeah 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 Val is good. I, uh, it very, it Val, I watched Val and immediately right. went and watched The Doors. <laughs> <laughs> again, I'd already seen it, yeah. but I was like, oh, I gotta watch The Doors again after and then, this. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably uh, that's it for me. Dwayne, any, any, uh, favorites for you? Um, we didn't talk about The Harder They Fall. Gotta yeah, put that that was there. fun. That was a fun movie to watch. Um, would highly recommend that one. I'm a, I am, I am a father, so mostly what I watch is kid movies. But I would highly recommend Encanto. I think Encanto is great. That. Yeah, except it makes me cry too much. <laughs> that song where like the strong sister is singing about how yeah. the pressure is too much on her. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm bawling like a little child. Like, that, <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> No, that's a good one. I like that. And just um Stephanie Beatrice all all my love. So I w- and I have not seen the new Spider-Man, but I really want to watch the it's new fine. Spider-Man. Yeah, me and too. I, I think it's I yeah. think it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Listen, nice. So, <laughs> nice. I love this take. I was looking here's here's what the thing is. I have avoided spoilers about this movie. I want to know too. nothing so, about it going So in. don't don't ruin anything. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin anything. But okay. I went. I was looking for a movie to watch last week, and I was. I saw it was available on on the iTunes store, so I clicked on it on the iTunes store, thinking, "Oh, is it available?" And then at the top, across the banner, is a huge oh, spoiler. Geez. Oh, <laughs> that's no fun. I was like, "Well, what the hell, guys?" <laughs> yeah, that's awful. 
So, yeah, I know what it's about. Let's <laughs> go um, I have a few awards. I have a few awards I want to give out real quick, yeah. if that's okay. Sure, let's do it. Um, most trying too hard movie. Uh, respect. Uh, <laughs> Franklin. That's my. <laughs> um, most most times watched. Paw Patrol the movie. <laughs> yes. Listen, they got. Listen, they got. Uh, uh, Maroon Five. Yeah. Tyler Perry was I've, in that movie? Listen, Mike, we have kids. I apologize. So, I've seen that movie no less than 60 times. It's, uh, worst worst movie I saw this year, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Um, I, I did not have high expectations for that movie, but I enjoyed the first one enough. This movie is awful. It's terrible. It's poorly acted. It's not funny. It's uh, garbage start to finish. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> What was oh goodness? I just watched something that I told you was the worst we have ever seen. What was it? I don't remember what it was now. Oh, I'm not gonna remember it. Let's move on. <laughs> but there was something I watched recently I remember describing to you as the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh most underrated movie, Wrath of Man by Guy Ritchie. I thought it was good. Huh. Pe- people didn't like that movie. I thought it was really good. Um Jason Statham, I'm always a sucker for him. Uh outside of Josh Hartnett in it, who's terrible, even though I used to like Josh Hartnett. Uh, that movie, uh, it's a really nice movie about revenge. Like you, you watch it, and at the end, you're like, "Yeah, that's probably about what revenge is like." So, mm. uh, underrated movie. Most people didn't like it. Uh, most uh, disappointing movie for me was In the Heights. I loved it, but I also thought it oh. it, it missed the mark. Um, oh, I like it. I thought it was. I loved the acting. I I thought it was great. The music was great. It just felt really long um to be and i just felt like uh i was disappointed in that i thought that the pacing would be better and i just thought i thought they could have cut a lot out of that movie even for a musical you know what i mean um and then uh movie that uh was better than it had any right to be um was uh, a quiet place part oh, yeah, two. That was i thought fun. that movie was uh should <laughs> yeah, shouldn't have been good but i enjoyed it i thought it was good so those are my yeah uh, and then, uh, underrated actress who I want to see more stuff from is Julia Fox from No Sudden Move. She was also in, uh, Uncut Gems. She was at oh, Adam yeah. Sandler's, uh, mistress in that movie. And then she, she was barely in No Sudden Move, which is an HBO movie with, uh, where Kieran Culkin's also excellent in that. But, uh, Don Cheadle's great in that movie. But Julia Fox did a little bit part. She's great. I want to watch anything that she's in. I just think that she does a good job. So those are my little, uh, un- unsung little awards. Uh, Mike, before we finish up, do you have anything to add? Any, any more movie comments? Anything? Uh, tell us uh, your Bandcamp site again. Uh, yeah, anything nothing else, nothing else movie-wise. Uh, those Bandcamp sites are uh, nightmovesmd.bandcamp.com, fires.bandcamp.com, and sweetheartsmusic.bandcamp.com. So those are all my uh, various bands that I'm in right now, or have been in in the past, um, with potential things coming out, so stay tuned. Excellent, excellent. Dwayne, any final thoughts? Um, no, go watch Encanto. Go watch Encanto, nice. And yes. go watch Dune. Everybody go watch Dune. Sit in a dark room, watch Dune, let it just absorb I will watch, and, I'm going uh, to yeah. watch Dune. I'm going to give it another go. And then I am going to give you both my, oh, yeah. my honest opinion. Okay. My opinion for the first time I tried to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's back on HBO Max, so it's, it's on there. It's back on HBO Max. Yeah. All right. And 
and that's and that's a wrap on our eighth annual Oscars episode, guys. I enjoy it. Thank you. We will uh, be back next year for our ninth uh, Oscars. I'm looking forward to that one already. Uh, before we go, let me mention it really helps out to go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave us a nice review. So please do. Thanks to Surge Severe. Apologies, as always, to Ryan Tannehill. That about does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, download us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter at Mike Boss, M-Y-K-E-B-O-S-S. At two guys Wayne and at two guys Brandon. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you with another episode next week. The vast penmanship crafting the track generous. It's that infinite, filling the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twisted and dash cinnamon. Flavorful, neighbor sniffing from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme rap and then we dish it. Yo, close. your attention's on the fire. Cause on the mic, I call experience. I'm like a giant. Nobody move. Yeah. Ready to ill, ready to get it, ready to kill, ready to ill, ready to kill, yeah. I'm like a giant, 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 I'm like a giant